How are you now? Hello. Welcome to the Cali River Winery Expeditions. When you board one of our rafts, you can look forward to an exquisite selection of wines paired with a safe, relaxing trip down our beautiful river. My vintners and I believe our expeditions are the most romantic way to see nature's beauty while unwinding with an amazing glass of wine. It's like my grandmother used to say when she started this company, the wine can get you drunk, the river will make you wet, Spend some time with me, and I'll get you both. Wait, what the fuck, Grandma? I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And injustice deliciously squared Be Now that that's out of the way, hello everyone! Welcome to episode 196 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney, from the parks to movies to dining. We'll cover everything Disney has to offer. Most importantly, tonight, their drinks, their booze. Uh, tonight, I am in the company of greatness. You are all. Disney podcast legends. So it's official. I I, I did the paperwork. I'm around I submitted it like, where, in triplicate. Um, and they laughed. No, and they laughed. I and emailed laughed. it to myself. <laughs> and okay, uh, yeah, so it, it's official. You'll you'll get your. And the voting is the loudest. What from what I'm hearing, the voting's the loudest. You should be receiving your certificates <laughs> and your patches in the mail so- shortly. Yeah, in batches. Certificates? In batches. <laughs> in batches? Mmm. Batches of what? She's not wrong. Certificates. Mm-hmm. Certificates. It's it's a redundancy. Actually, no, I didn't I don't See, I didn't know where I to go with that, Mikey. Maria. But hey, Maria, how are you? <laughs> yeah, well you know what? The lie detector Fantastic, has shown that that's man. a lie because we just heard a great story. About your son trying out for baseball. <laughs> Tim. Mm. It was horrible. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so 196, huh? Yeah, Are we'll we going to do anything special for 200? Show. Put it out. <laughs> <coughs> Adam. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> well, Mikey, so uh, you pop us some headphones. Oh, you don't get to say hi to Tim? Yeah, Mikey, oh, I listened to you. Maria pays attention. Joke? Just remember when she said that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, no, she listens when, when she doesn't someone says her name. That's what I'm getting at. No, well, She's that's... like, I'm not listening, not listening. Her brain's that's like, it. Maria, okay, yeah, I'll talk now. I'm not listening, I'm not listening, I'm not listening, I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, kick back, everybody. Put some headphones in because uh, you don't want your kids to hear this. And uh, pour yourself your favorite Pino Gringo, and let's talk about the adult side of Disney. Anybody here have a Pino Gringo tonight? 
No. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your pain. Pino Gringo there, Maria. Yeah. Well, it it, lo- it looks like it sounds uh, like a fungus. Slush puppy. It is. So I I like my white wine with I like it very cold. So um. I put ice in my. Where'd you get the white wine. wine from? You put ice in your red wine. Um. It's just. I mean, I, I mean like no shitty well, yellow tail. But right before <laughs> you poured it, <laughs> what'd you take it from? Oh. It came. The brown paper bag I bought it in. <laughs> the bottle. I literally yeah. I'm trying to get you to say you pulled it out of the freezer. Oh no! I you did not. sit oh, on a the, throne okay, of no, 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 lies. Now wait. Hold on. No, she said she liked no. putting it no, yes. because no, no, now no. you were I, paying attention. No, she did say no. she put it in the freezer for a little while. I, I no, did put it in the she... freezer. So I, I took the glass out of the freezer because we keep our pint glasses in the freezer. So she has a, a pint frosted, of white wine. A frosted mug I have a of, pint of, of white ice wine. <laughs> not ice wine. <laughs> a frosted mug of <laughs> no, not, not ice wine. Ice. That's too sweet. That shit's disgusting. Um, I poured my wine, I put the ice in it, and then I put the whole glass back in the freezer so it would get more cold. <laughs> it really is. That's like a lot of extra so, steps. So, yes, I did. I did have my wine in the freezer. It tastes good. The yeah. bottle said it was bright yeah, and crisp. I thought you had a glass it of sure ice is. water thinking, look at her go for hydrating before she gets into her wine. But no, no, it's it's... It's a pint of iced wine. Yeah, that's nope. something about our, nope, you know, it's just the... host yep. putting ice in, in, in wine. It's good. Yeah, and we're not exaggerating. Adam, what are you this drinking? pint glass is... Is it ice? to the top. Oh, okay. <laughs> How many steps were <laughs> no. involved in pouring that into a glass? Uh, it's a Bordeaux, because I can say that. Yeah, yeah. Or um, you unscrew the top. You take the cork out. Depending on... <laughs> and you pour it in the glass. Get said... No, this is cork. True. This one was a cork because you asked how many steps it took. Well, actually, we take it out of the fridge because we have a wine fridge. Um, that doesn't really keep it cold, cold, but keeps it chilled, right? We keep it at 60, yeah. 61 degrees, which we were told that that's the perfect temperature for reds. I, I used to keep it colder, but we, I was told it was too cold. No, you kept it warmer. No, kept it colder. Kept it at 55. Okay. And then... Fantastic. We take out the cork and you pour it into glass. Done. Hey, listen here, common cork. Listen, you know everything's a process with me, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what, what, it's a red. What is it? I mean, okay. <laughs> okay, that's a shade of red. It's a Bordeaux. It's red adjacent. And here we go. It It's French, so you all been warned. Chateau Pimountain Pimitin? Pim Well Pim Pim Chateau de Pain yeah, is no. what that is. P E P E P E Y M O U T O N. Hey Mutton? Pimutton. I like Pay Mutton better. Okay. What Tim said. Yeah. Saint Emilion Grand Cru, Appleton d'Original. There is a Pugier. lot of words in that. Nobody would, it's funny. That you words. had more words and fewer steps. Yes. 
but Maria's literally was called Yellow Kale <laughs> Product de France, and it took her an hour to pour it. Mm-hmm. Jim, what do you got? No. What's in the out of the drinking? What do you have? How do you say it all? <laughs> we do not have a full tumbler of it. No. We actually have our uh, flower and garden wine glass. I'm odd man out tonight. I am not having uh, any wine because it all has my wife's name on it. And I, I, do, I do not want to go down that road. So I just got me a nice little pour of some Highland Park 18. Courtesy of Brian Adams Jr. Thank you, Brian. I'm glad I finally got it back from uh, Nam Duke in, in Tennessee. He actually took it home with him. It's funny when you visit people and they visit you and everybody has booze and everybody brings booze. Sometimes you go home with theirs and they go home with yours. But I've got it back. Oh, no. That's what I've got tonight. (laughs) Definitely not wine. Definitely not. But just just as good. It's It's like if wine was an ashtray. I was just going to ask if it was smoky. So how many steps did it take for you to pour that one, Mikey? Uh, opened the bottle and poured it. Took it out of the cabinet, so okay. I guess three steps. And, and no ice cubes, no... No, no, Ginger-scented no alcoholic beverage to put on top of it? Uh, no, I mean, I, I probably... I've, I think I've got some uh, Diet Coke I could throw in there, but... I mean, I, now I know, right? it's like an 80s bar. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay, well, if you haven't picked up on it yet, we're going to be talking about Disney Boost tonight. And um, when it comes to Disney, there's lots of secret, not so secret, but still pretty elite clubs out there. Uh, the first one that comes to mind for me would be Club 33. And um, another one would be just having a uh, postal address in Golden Oaks. That's a pretty, pretty elite group of people there. Does Golden Oaks have like a their own zip code? Or is it still... It's like Buena Vista. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I am but fairly just, just... certain. I may or may not have looked up prices. <laughs> oh, we all looked at yeah. prices. Yeah, yeah. It is a glancing thought. Yeah. A glancing when the lottery thought. was crazy high, I don't know one of us who did not look at a price in gold. <laughs> I don't know the house picked out. Yep. He had the house, he had the lot, he had it all picked yeah. out. Um, on on the, uh, the far more attainable end of... Uh, Disney clubs out there, I guess. You, you, you've got uh, DVC members and AP holders and, and stuff like that. Um, but then if you wanted to get really elitist, you could go in and check out the, uh, the list of Hall of Famers that are called Disney Legends. Uh, but even this list, that you know group of A, B, and, and, and C-list Hollywood <laughs> celebrities could be pared down to the creme de la creme of members-only jacket wearers. That is French. Tonight, we're going to talk about uh, some of these uh, high-end Disney legends um, as we broaden our palates and we explore what is called the Disney Family of Wines. Um, The Disney Family of Wines is an officially and carefully uh, curated wine list featuring vineyards that have a connection to Disney's past, present, or future. 
it's funny how Disney says Disney's future because it's like, I mean, are, are, are you just guessing with that? How do you go with Disney's future? But who knows? Maybe Rhodey might yeah. start a line someday. Yeah, maybe. In space. Oh, in space. In space. Space wine. <laughs> space wine. Space you know. 21. Right? Hey, you know what? In space, <laughs> no one can uh, hear you um, ferment. Rattle your glass of iced wine. No one can hear you ferment in space. They can't, and then ice. The the, the the wine's already chilled because of the other. Well, you can't have fermentation with ice. Um, <laughs> our, our, our many of the wine. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, many of the wines that are featured in the Disney family of wines can be found um, in the various Disney parks around the world, and at lots of the restaurants off property. So. Uh, we're going to just pick a couple of them and get into it. So let's get pouring. Uh, who wants to go first? I can. We were all hoping you'd say Yeah, that. okay. That's what I Because we were all jumping to go first. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I mean, well, I then just... again, she will be the drunkest by the end of this night if she <laughs> finish that whole true. bottle well, of wine. I was just going to say I might need to refill my cup. <laughs> okay. So um, we when we were kind of like, throwing this idea back and forth in our host chat we i think kind of You've very got a host chat in, yeah we do you don't wait not everybody's in the host chat but just the four of us oh okay. yeah as we were like kind of hashing this out um i think we pretty quickly narrowed it down to four wineries that we figured we wanted to there's there's a lot of different options that yes. are actually you know part of this Disney family of wines, but I think the four that we're going to do tonight are probably the four most popular and the four that are the most well-known. Um, so I took Fess well, Parker. There is one that we didn't do. Oh. That's probably even more popular, but it's gross. Oh. What is it? The Once Upon a Vine. That's oh, not a family binder. I don't, binary, I don't even... A... Oh, okay. Yeah, but, I, mean, I don't you even see consider it. that. Because you can get that anywhere. Yeah, but you it's see not it part of the all official over. Disney family of wine. Is it no, really? Because you can literally Who's... find that all over the <laughs> yeah, park. Yeah, it's not though, part of the no, You can find it in the PA liquor store yeah. too. Like I, like I don't really. Who it's owns not good. that? No, it's not. I don't like it. Who so owns it? That, we know. We left that off on purpose. Mm-hmm. We sure did. If you like it, though, sorry. you know, go for not it. Sorry. Yeah. Just sorry, nice sorry. It down. Yeah, no, don't go for it. It's not good. If you haven't tried it, try one of these instead. Yeah. Um, so I chose Fess Parker, um, who is certainly a Disney legend in many ways. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about his background and growing up and his stint with Disney, and then I'll move into, of course, the winery. Um, so Fez Parker was born Fez Elijah Parker Jr., August 16th. Uh, 19, almost said 2024. <laughs> Sorry. Does he sit on top of a doctor's head? I don't know. That's, Why? that's as close to doctor's Does he have an electronic screwdriver? No. Has he been on that 70s show? No. Okay. Now, not Fez. Does he drive a That's car? That's you said. said. You said Fez. You said Fez. You said Fez three times in a row. You said Fez. Parker. Fez. Fez. 
do the fess. You know, because like Fessica. you missed me go like this, and then Mikey started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Not Fez. Sorry. Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was born in Fort Worth, Texas. You guys are a bunch of assholes. Uh, you love assholes. Raised, he was raised on a farm, but there's not, like, we don't know. There wasn't much written about his upbringing, nor do we really care at this point. Um, but it was. <laughs> he might. <laughs> it's, it's really funny how he, like, his adult, his early adult life was a series of fortunate and unfortunate events that really connected to his acting career. So, and I'll explain why. So he enlisted, once he became of age, he enlisted in the Navy towards the end of World War II because he wanted to be a pilot, but he was too tall. He was 6'6", <laughs> which I didn't realize he was that tall. Now looking back and watching, like thinking of his movies and watching clips, like, yeah, he was a pretty tall dude, but I didn't realize that he was that tall. Um, so because he was too tall to be a pilot, he transferred to the Marines and became a radio operator in the South Pacific. And once the war was over, he used his GI Bill to go to college. Um, when he enrolled in college, very soon after that, he was in a car accident. And when he was in his car accident, this is fucking ridiculous. When he was in his car accident, he and the other driver got out of their cars. They began to argue and the other driver stabbed him in the neck. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so because, because of this altercation, I don't think so. <laughs> he was in Texas. So what I'm hearing is he's actually a ghost. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so because... Why is this a comedy, Maria? <laughs> I, <don't know>. so... <laughs> I mean, you were good at it, and then you lost it. When this guy is getting stabbed in the neck, so I was totally find violence very, very so hilarious. So wait a minute, this is <laughs> he's leading out the rock, <laughs> and then he gets hit by a car. So, so I was telling, <laughs> I was telling, I landed on him. You want you, you want me to hear this? I bet you the blood was moist. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> I was telling Todd about this earlier tonight, and I again was kind of like laughing because it's so ridiculous. And and Kellen, bless his heart, <laughs> Kellen goes, Kellen goes, Mom, why is that funny? Well, I was like, we're... it's it's not, honey. He goes, but you were laughing. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Well, then why was it funny? Because why were you laughing? He got stabbed, Mom. That's not funny. I was like, I know. And you're still laughing about it. Because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But anyway, because of this car accident and the altercation he had with this other driver, he transfers to the University of Texas at Austin, where he became involved in the drama department. And so because he transferred to the University of Texas because of this fucking God, car accident. God, he... tell, me he play, tell, tell me he played Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, wasn't it? Wouldn't it? Um, so because he became involved in the drama department, this is when he fell in love with the stage and actually ended up with a master's degree in theater history, which I didn't even know that you could get those because 
what do you do with that? But You teach. Yeah, uh, right, I guess. <laughs> um, so he did some like odd acting jobs after he graduated with his master's did degree. Did he get stabbed in the neck in any he of did, his movies? No, unfortunately Damn. he did not. Um, so Car accident? He No, no car accidents. <laughs> However... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Just laughing. Um, he died when he fell out the window during a movie shoot. <laughs> so at around the same time, a couple years after he graduated with his master's degree, the Walt Disney Company was floating around this idea <clears throat> of a live action Davy Crockett um, like miniseries, which the term miniseries wasn't really a thing back in the early 50s. Um, the Davy Crockett show i guess is what you would would have called it but it was the first of its kind where it wasn't actually a a full-blown series it was five one hour mini mini series episodes um they were they were each about an hour long so in the early 50s the walt disney company started looking for someone to play this live action davy crockett character um walt disney happened to be <laughs> It stabbed him in the neck. No, this is so fucking ridiculous. Disney, Disney just happened to be watching a viewing. Um, he was he was at a screening of a film about giant ants <laughs> called Them. I I have I have oh, seen I. parts of this movie. Shut up! No, you haven't. I have to. Yes. Oh my god, where um, Tess Parker was playing a pilot. In the one scene in an insane asylum, and he must have been so good that Disney was like, "Yes, there's my Davy Crockett," and that's how he got hired. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, oh my god, <sighs> that gave me a headache. Um, because Disney said that he wanted somebody who would be committed <laughs> to the role. <laughs> ah, ah, it's an insane asylum joke. I get it. <laughs> and he said that if somebody could play the role of a pilot who saw flying ants and was so committed <laughs> to, to making the, the audience believe that that's what he had witnessed, that that's who he wanted to play his Davy Crockett. So, um, that's when they hired him. <laughs> so ridiculous. So the miniseries was shown um, 1954 and 55. It was, like I said, five episodes um, of an hour each. And this is probably one of one of the first uh, live action merchandise frenzies. Uh, Coonskin caps became really, really popular right after Davy Crockett debuted. Um, and then, of course, Disney did what he did with all of his popular stars at that time. He put him under contract um, so that uh, Fess couldn't work for anybody else. All right. Just to, to be fair, in Disney's situation here, all the studios. Yeah, did no, this. The, it's, this is it, was, common, it was a very common, common thing. It just, it's so fun. It just seems so funny. To, because like, he now. has a knife to his neck. Right. He stabbed him <laughs> right in the neck. You see, that's Carl. I'll give you another one. On the That's other right. side, you'll have matching. You can play Frankenstein's the monster. Columbia necktie is what they call that. And some of his uh, most popular projects was were the Great Locomotive Chase, 
um, Westward Ho, The Wagons, Old Yeller, which I actually didn't even remember that he had been in. Um, just because that I won't watch I tune that, that whole movie. movie out. I can't watch that. It's I have so, never seen that movie. It, and I never play it on don't, it. Don't. Nope. You will cry. You will cry hard. <laughs> nope. No desire. Um, at all. And one that was called The Light in the Forest. And um, so Parker left the Disney company soon after The Light in the Forest was finished because he was complaining that all of his roles were basically the same. And he wanted to do some not not grittier stuff, but he wanted to kind of like break out of the mold that Disney had formed for him. Um, this eternal, like clean, good guy. Uh, he wanted something a little bit more gruff. And Walt Disney was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So he left Disney after his contract was up. And after he left Disney, he... He was in a couple of other things, but he never had the um, success that he had with the Disney company then. And this is when he became interested in real estate. And in 1988, he bought a 714-acre ranch. And on that ranch, he planned on running cattle and planting a few grapevines and creating a really small winery that he could pass on to his kids. He wanted to create something that his family could become involved in together and that he could leave for his children as he aged and moved on. Um, little did he know what it would become because now the Fest Parker family winery is not just the original winery, but it is for separate companies and it is two lodging establishments as well so it was <clears throat> the original winery is in los olivos california um and once that the fez parker family winery and vineyards was established that's when he started to realize that he had something special going on um, his children were grown when he began the business so his son and his daughter went into business with him his son Eli learned how to make the wine and also wanted to create the project of building the tasting room and the buildings that surrounded that original winery as well. Um, so you have the flagship winery, the Fest Parker Winery and or Vineyard and Winery, and then you have Epiphany Wine Company, which was founded by uh, his son Eli Parker and was supposed to just be a place for Eli to experiment with new wines. But the experiments were going so well that they decided to bottle everything and sell. So they did that. And then they, ugh, this one's so bad. They decided to open up another venue called, or another wine line, a line of wines, called Festivity. F-E-S-S. -S oh, boy. I-T-I-V-I-T. The fest, what? I don't know. F E S S I F E S S E I V I T Y. Fest. E I E I O. Yep. And on this farm, they had some sparkling wine. So uh, they <laughs> it was founded the by the kind that tickles your nose. Yep. Founded by the brother and sister, the his children, and it it is solely a sparkling wine venue. That's all they sell. 
and they only have, I think, four different kinds of sparkling wines. And then their newest one is called Addendum, which is a very small winery that makes Bordeaux varietal wines. So in addition to the wineries that are owned by the Parker family, there's also the uh, Fest Parker Wine Country Inn, which is uh, like a boutique hotel almost. And then also the Wine Country Cabins that can accommodate guests who are too schnockered to uh, drive home. So, and they've won so many awards. I literally stopped counting after 45. <laughs> I was like, this keeps going. I'm just going to say Um They also won two Winemaker of the Year awards. Uh, his son Eli won it in 2006. And then in 2007, Eli retired. And his predecessor, who I forget his name, I didn't write it down. But Eli's predecessor won the award in 2008 then as well. So, and their their prices range from very, very inexpensive, like 15 bottles, 15 bottles, $15. 15 bottles. $15 a bottle to over $150 a bottle. So, still not the most expensive types of wines that you can get, but fairly attainable, I think. For most people, I wouldn't be spending 150 on a bottle of wine, but maybe for like a really special occasion, I would. But but then you just pour it all I, into one I glass. I would probably add some ice, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then put it in the <laughs> freezer. In the freezer. <laughs> I don't do that with red wine. Red wine, I'm very, it's a, I'm a purist. That's uh, I've never had his wine. I I looked high and low. I have never come across it either. Uh-huh. Any of the wines that we're doing tonight, and I could not find any of them, unfortunately, in my area. So, no. Next where, time I'm down. Where can you get it? I don't know. I mean, they so you can. Is it on property anywhere? It. I don't know. Actually, I've never some, seen it on some property. Some total wines carry it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we can't get it here because Pennsylvania. Right, can't yeah, and that's the thing. There, if you go to their website, they do ship, but since we live in PA, you can't ship anything here. So. You can ship wines from wineries. Oh, but certain that wineries wasn't, won't I know, ship. Like the winery right. I'm doing will not ship to PA. Correct. Yeah. So I would have to get on and look because I didn't see anything about them shipping to PA or not shipping to PA. So I would have to. I've. I would have to go back. And, and I don't recall ever seeing it anywhere in the parks on any of the wine lists. I could be wrong. Um, hmm. They don't really look I for it. I want to say that. I want to say it was food and wine. some of the festivals. Yeah. But I can't be sworn to that. No. So that's that's the Fess, Fess Parker. <laughs> Fez Parker. Not Fez. <sighs> Fess Parker Winery. Which of the wines most interests Ooh. you? Like, if you were looking for a gift and someone's like, hey, I could get anything you wanted. Actually, they had, so on their website, they had, um, like, I want to say it was almost like clearance wines, but it's not called clearance wines. It's like, uh, I forget how they, how they worded it, but like basically wines that are low in stock. And they had a 2016 Syrah that had a 94 point score. From wine enthusiast, I would want that. To put ice in? To, no, you don't put ice in red wine. 
Um, I mean, we know people I would that want do. That. We know people oh, that Jesus. do. Jesus. And that and actually you that... hang out with people yeah, that you were do. Yeah, you went last weekend. Are you fucking kidding me? I have to talk to her. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Red wine slushy. Wait, mm -hmm. the short one or the tall short one? one? Oh, fuck. Short one. God damn it. <laughs> I was really starting to like her, too. Hmm? Well, you're not far <laughs> off because you put ice in white wine, so. No, uh, listen. White wine should be cold, so it tracks. It should be cold. It, yeah, so ice is okay. Uh... You're lucky I didn't add seltzer to it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Who's next? Moving on. Uh, Tim, you want to uh, hit us with the knowledge bomb that you've got? I'll go next. The, the one that I picked to do, I've, we actually had this one. Um, and that's Skywalker Vineyards. And yes, it is owned by George Lucas. So George had a, a vision to provide a haven for the filmmakers to conceptualize movies rather than physically make them. So he imagined the Skywalker Ranch. And starting in 1978, he used that Star Wars money to begin purchasing land in Marin County near Nicasio, California. He had to buy it parcel at a time because, like Disney did in Florida, Marin County was kind of boycotting him being there. And they wouldn't let him buy huge chunks of land because they thought he was going to build a studio there. And that's not what he wanted. So today, the ranch is a working ranch that raises Wagyu cattle farms produce from an organic garden, has an olive orchard and several bee colonies that provide honey from the now 60,000 acre estate. I mean, I'm sorry, 6,000 acre estate. Oh, oh God. Jesus. Jesus. I, mean, <laughs> I was going mean, to say. I mean, 6,000 acres is big anyway, but Holy man, shit. Yeah. 60,000. So no wonder they didn't want to buy it Skywalker Vineyards and Winery, which he established in 1991. Lucas was inspired and encouraged by the success of his friend Francis Ford Coppola's winemaking endeavors to begin his own venture. Lucas first planted four acres of the vineyard in 1991, which has now expanded to 35 acres of some of the finest fruit grown in Marin County. So those 35 acres of vineyards produce award-winning Skywalker Vineyards Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Rosé, and their sparkling wine. So when Lucas first went to Coppola to talk to him about making a vineyard. Coppola says, yeah, I'll help you out. He goes, borrow my, my wine guy. And he'll help you out. So the vintner for generous. Coppola Vineyards and... You know, just passed around like a two-bit yeah. whore. Yeah. <laughs> got around. Right? Is Scott McLeod. He, Scott grew up in Marin County and... He earned his degree in enology at UC Davis and immediately left for Italy to their Chianti region, where he worked for nearly three years in the hills south of Florence. And when he returned to the United States, he met Francis and Eleanor Coppola and worked the next, eight, next 18 years as director of winemaking and vineyard manager for the Coppola's soaring wine business. And he also won Wine Enthusiast Magazine, named him Winemaker of the Year in 2009. Um... In 1996, he had a conversation with Coppola and Lucas, and when he decided to help Lucas out, and grew the vineyard to 20 acres. 
and the first Skywalker vineyards Pinot Noir and Chardonnay were available in 2008. So the challenge for that region in West Marin County is the violent temperature swings, stiff ocean winds, and precarious terrain, but that also made the wines to be more like a Mediterranean type of wine. So the, the problems that they had were also a blessing. So at the top of the ranch is the summit that's the second highest, only two Mount Pamalpius, which is the tallest point in Marin County. That's where Skywalker Pinot Noir is planted. It's 950 feet in altitude. It is the warmest microclimate on the ranch and it's typically 10 degrees warmer. And it it puts the, the Pinot Noir grapevines above the fog layer, which helps the fruit fully develop a, a full depth of character. We've had this bottle, I think it was, might have been the Bermuda Cruise or Alaska? It's okay. It's nothing memorable. It's it, from, in my opinion, it's overpriced for what it is. It's seventy dollars a bottle around average. That's not horrible. It's not horrible. But Mm-mm. we've had better for less. Right. Well, I mean, you also we're talking about a markup on a cruise ship. No, this is average retail. That's not what was on the cruise ship. I don't remember. Oh, what I'm sorry. Cruise ship, this is average. I don't remember what we paid for anything on that cruise. This or is what is the prices for on their website. I've only ever seen it on the cruise and in the parks. I've never seen it anywhere else. But you can order it from the website. They ship to a certain number of states, just not ours. So down at the bottom of the valley is where they grow the vines for the Skywalker Chardonnay. It's a smaller section, so they have a smaller yield. But Chardonnay is typically cheaper in price. And those are, those are $50 a bottle. They introduced their Samita line which in Italian, that means summit. It's the same thing. They have a Pinot Noir and a Chardonnay and a sparkling wine. Recently, they've expanded to purchase a vineyard in France called Chateau Margui, and it's in the heart of province. It's been around since Roman times. So they have a French classic Vin Blanc and a more rosés. And then they've purchased an Italian vin- vineyard called Vendante del Cielo in Umbria, Italy, which they also added to that their Umbria olive oil. And that's the story of Skywalker, Skywalker Vineyard. No, no stabbing Baby of necks. Eyes. Oh, yeah, mine doesn't have any stepping of necks either. No. That's unfortunate. Ghost vinters or anything like <laughs> okay. that. No flying ants. Ghost vinters. <laughs> no flying ants. No, like, craziness. Well, you clearly cool that, picked the wrong one. If you go on their website, they have gift packs that you can get. And one of them is called the Galaxy Series. And it has a bottle of each of the Skywalker line in a box. I want to say these you can get on property, though. Yes, you can get Skywalker on property. I, I've seen it in, a, in most of the restaurants. But I haven't seen it outside of the parks or outside of the cruise ships here. I mean, maybe in California it's different. Obviously, you can get it online yeah. if you live in the right states. I'm sure that California, it's... Well, 
I would think that in California, it's dependent on where you're at in yeah. the area. I would love to try their honey, but it's only available at the general store on the ranch. And you can order their you olive oil as it? well. No, you can order the olive oil, but it's expensive as well. Hmm. $85 for two bottles. That's kind of ridiculous. That's not even kind of ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's a lot of ridiculous. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's George Lucas is olive oil. Yeah, whatever. If he's not pressing the olives himself, I'm not paying that. He doesn't. He doesn't no. even live on the ranch. He doesn't spend time on the ranch. Okay. He's just taking all that wine money mm-hmm. to buy uh, blue jeans and. Plaid yeah, shirts, shirts. shirts. <laughs> and plastic plastic eyeglasses from the eighties. Yeah, he he he's not what we'd call a pretty man. I mean, he's pretty wealthy. Yeah. Well, that's pretty Which much it. There is a rumor that he signed on to be a writer for one of the next Disney Plus Star Wars series. Oh God, help Stop. us! Oh, did I say that? Uh, uh, he's yep. a. As long I mean, as there's no romance involved, he cannot write I hope women it's not characters. Padme series that's been rumored, because he's gonna mess that one he, up. He can't write a strong woman, no. woman lead ever. Do we need a Padme series? No, not <sighs> really. You, no, thought... no, you don't. No. Well, I think the Padme, Padme series went. is actually part Clone of Clone Wars. So Padme after She's she like, gives it's birth. It's part of that ensemble. Padme She's dying dead. when she gives birth. Padme, Pad, oh. Dead Bay. Dead Bay. Padme after she gets stabs in the neck. Did she have a car accident? A... <laughs> yes. And they got to an accident. argument, and that fucker she stabbed her right in the goddamn incident. neck, didn't he? She has a pod racing incident. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and she gets stabbed in the neck. Can you tell that I haven't seen episode three? No. <laughs> At all, um, ever. No. Because I know nothing about it. Are you going to revoke my podcasting card? Pod racing card. You never got yours. It, it's in the mail. Okay. So I wish we <laughs> I wish we'd have gotten a, a bottle of the Skywalker Pinot locally because the bottle is beautiful. It's a pretty bottle. Sure does have a pretty it's bottle. It's got a picture of kind of looks like an angel on it. A space angel? No, just a regular angel. Is that the same you can't see space angels? Is are those the same uh, the cork had wings on it. Did it? Yes, did same, it yeah, the same. That, okay, yeah, that's the same, same design. And it's, a, it's like a deep black bottle. The label's black and it's got a blue angel and it's a, a Skywalker across the front. So he didn't have the idea for the winery. Like he. No, oh, yeah, he who, did. He, 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 he liked the idea that. And he, it was inspired that Francis Ford Coppola was. His, wine, his winery was doing so well. So he approached Frank about doing his own thing, and Frank said, "Yeah, I'll help you out." And he helped him start the huh. winery. And he he planted four acres initially. But it's not like was he, in is that something he was interested in, or he just saw an opportunity? Um, I think well, it was an up, opportunity. He grew up in wine country, California, from what the story says, and right. he always had the smell of the, the vineyards and the fermented grapes in his mind. And then once he had the opportunity to do it, he. He just saw a thing to add to the ranch. So it's what he knew. Yeah. 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 Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. Maybe. Sort of. Just sort trying of. to be like 
Francis Ford Coppola is what I hear. Yeah. 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 They were big buddies, and that was a thing to do, I guess, back then. Which is not very... It's, I don't like their... Coppola? I, I don't think there's we really one, even enjoyed a lot of theirs. There's one of his that I really like, and it... I forgot which one it is, but it, it comes... The bottle comes wrapped in, like, a wire mesh. Oh, I've had that one before. Yeah, it's... I think because it's so mass-produced... His are so mass-produced. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah, now it, they are. There's you know. one that's named after his daughter, too, that I that I like. It's not one that we go out of no. our way to find. No. no, because for the same price, I can get a Robert Mondavi, and it's twice as good. Hmm. All right. You want me to go? Adam, you want me to go, and you finish her up? You want me to go last? I don't care. You don't care. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and go. <laughs> You have to just I exercise and now I'm drinking, so I'll be drunk by the end of my body. Then Sweet. I will go next, so you can just keep <laughs> keep a going. Thank Maria, you. do you need to refill there? Pretty soon. All right, go get some ice. All right, I will. Mm. In a little bit. Okay, so um when when this uh topic was was going around, as Maria had, had mentioned, uh, unfortunately I didn't get to choose. Uh, it, it went like this. That's not true. <laughs> that not is true. such a that fucking lie. That is not lie. true at all. Uh, the message said, Mikey, do you want to do Kurt Russell? That, which was a question, and you could have said no. That sounds like a personal um, issue. Who says no to doing Kurt I Russell? I was just going to say, your response was... I won't say no to doing Kurt Russell. Mike, my response was, I've been waiting 42 years for someone to ask me that <laughs> question. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was the fact. <laughs> so... You're complaining about it or you're enjoying it? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. I am I am just re- I'm this is I'm I'm warming up the room, all right? Okay. So Kurt Russell got pretty heavy into into wines when uh he and Goldie uh Han would take trips uh to Europe with their family and they would do these like bicycle winery tours in like France and Italy where they'd ride bicycles around, hit up these different wineries and just uh sample he, he, he you know he says yeah sample is a pretty light word because apparently when he got into the burgundies it was a lot deeper than sampling that he was doing <laughs> um that's where he he really found his uh, his love for wine was with with uh, with the burgundies but uh you know naturally being in, in hollywood and having access to you know napa wine country when he uh got in, into enjoying wine he, he started taking these domestic uh wine excursions and talking to the different winemakers and you know getting a a handle on on the secrets of their craft so uh you know you move on ahead in time and he's filming this charming down-to-earth movie called death proof uh it's a quentin tarantino (laughs) joint came out 2007 there uh He's filming that in the Santa Rita Hills of California, and on his time off, he started going to the wineries that are, as one does, when you're, you know, you get the day off from work, you're going to go to a winery. Uh, and um, he discovered they were putting out some really excellent wines that were almost as good as the Burgundies that he loved from uh, his his time in, in Europe. Uh, so he's, you know, he's thinking, man, I could probably get into this. As celebrities do. <laughs> um, if I throw so, enough money at it, it'll work. It will come out good. Yeah. Well, no, he, <laughs> it'll be great. He, did, he did it smart. He actually 
uh, got a hold of one of his old friends that just so happened to be in the winemaking business. Everybody's got a friend in the business, but he did have a friend in the business, and the winery wasn't that far away from where he's working on Death Proof. So um, he just decided one day to drop by, no phone call, just pop in and say, hey, Fess, talk to me about your winery that you've got. <laughs> no way. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, then he so... stabbed him in the neck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As he crashed into his car. <laughs> he said, death proof my ass. So, so Fess had a restraining, restraining order against Kurt. So that's why Kurt chased him down his car and ran into him. Yeah. To talk to him about the wine when Fess wouldn't, he stabbed him in the neck. Okay, now I see. Okay, it's full circle. That, that, that's full that's circle. how it goes. Uh, and and uh, rumor has it that Fess's dying words to Kurt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He says to him, Kurt, you don't just have a dream, you have a passion, and you should pursue it. <laughs> Probably the best acting he's ever done. <laughs> As Kurt's twisting the, the knife in his neck. Yeah, well, he wanted something, a, a, a more gritty role. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. He, he got it. He, he tells Walt Disney, I'm sick and tired of being a Wild West frontiersman. I want to do something else. And Disney said, we'll go do it elsewhere. So he starts up a ranch where he can be a wild west frontier that's not you're not wrong (laughs) good job fez um so by uh 2008 uh kurt gets introduced to um through photography friend to the uh, award-winning california winemakers peter and rebecca work of the ampelo cellars in santa rita and uh they were talking to kurt and they were you know they didn't much as the story goes, watch a lot of TV and watch a lot of movies. So they weren't too well uh, read in his body of work. But uh, they they knew him as someone who was interested in getting to, into winemaking and that he was probably a, a Hollywood guy. And his his conversation with them turned into more of a uh, an interview, as, as it were, or, or an audition. Um, because... You know, if he was wanting to partner with them and use their vineyard um, as a place to source grapes and, and, and you know, produce a, a wine label for him, they didn't just want someone, you know, off of uh, Rodeo Drive to slap their name and face on a bottle. They wanted someone who would actually put in the effort and put in the work and truly wanted to craft a wine. And uh, Kurt had that kind of passion. He passed their little interview and soon... Uh, found himself in the middle of one of their vineyards with a pair of clippers, a bucket, and a bloody thumb because he fucked up and damn near cut it off. <laughs> it On wasn't his, his blood, time. it was Fess's blood. It, that was the murder weapon. There you go. Ah, uh, you see? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, he got some gloves <laughs> and continued um, harvesting uh, the grapes, and he basically worked every job involved in making wine from harvesting to uh, his favorite blending and his least favorite uh, bottling because he hated all of the bottles are hand dipped in, in wax and he said that was just backbreaking work because you're just standing in front of that hot pot of wax dip yeah, and then move no thanks yeah mm-hmm. uh, he did everything in between so speaking of the blending that he that he had done um, the wine is called Gogi Wines. And uh, they produced two varieties, uh, a Chardonnay named Goldie, after his 
partner, because I guess they're not married. Uh, but, I mean, common law wife. They've been together forever. Oh, yeah. Long time. And uh, the Pinot Noir, that is, uh, every bottling is nicknamed after a different uh, friend or family member of, of Kurt's. Um, I've seen them, or so, yeah, sometimes they're just named like 29 or Southpaw, which I think was named after, uh, I think his son who was left-handed. Uh, 29 um, was named after his son Wyatt, wasn't it? Probably. I don't know. Yes. They're all named after his son. They just use different names. Oh, they are all named after? No, I'm lying. No, I okay. No yeah, I mean, I, just, I didn't name after There's... Ollie. Okay. So, so I was, yay me. Um, now he, when he was, you know, getting involved with the blending and everything and, you know, the sampling and the nosing and everything like that, the first batch came out, um, of the Chardonnay that was just hands down. He thought the best thing that he's, this is a piece of cake. I nailed it on the first batch going out. So they just did the same thing the second time and it tasted completely different. And he got a little disheartened by that. Um, but the lady, um, Rebecca worked at the, at the vineyard was like, this this ain't Coca-Cola, man. <laughs> They're not going to be the same from one year to the next. So, uh, you know, he, he, he stuck with it. And, um, you know, this is what? This started in 2008. And here it is, 2021. So 13 years. He's still there. There's a lot of uh, celebrities who've put their names on wine that didn't last very long or they just tasted like ass. Yes. <laughs> that, that just wasn't, wasn't good. Pissy ass. Um, now looking uh, online, uh, his uh, his Chardonnay and the Pinot typically run in like the low to mid nineties, as far as the reviews that I've seen. Oh, I thought we were talking about price. I'm like, mm-hmm. seen it for a lot less than that. Not much. Uh, pricing it, it it runs like fifty to seventy five right off the website retail. Um, you can get it. In Disney parks at uh, Be Our Guest, the Grand Floridian, um, Food and Wine. Yeah, I think we've tried up there. the and a sample of Food and Wine, like in a flight. Yeah, it's all right. Like uh, it's going to run you big twenty-two a glass at, at Disney or eighty-nine for the bottle. So the markup, well, no, that's for the Chardonnay eighty-nine. It's only fifty. That's like a forty-dollar markup. That's pretty high. That's damn near markup on wine is ridiculous. Um, is, okay. is there, char- this might be a question that you don't know the answer to. Um, is there, I'm assuming their Chardonnay is oaked. Uh, most Chardonnay is oaked. I know. Yeah. That's I, why I I'm saying I assume it is. So I don't like oaked Chardonnay for the most part. I like unoaked Chardonnay, if you can find it. Um, which is one of the reasons why I haven't tried his Goldie, because... I end up not liking them. Just put it in the freezer. I, no. It'll be okay. Yeah, freeze the too... taste out of it. Add it to a slushy mist. Yeah. <clears throat> now, if you if you really want an awesome uh, experience um, while you're having some of his wine, you'll want to go to California. For starters. It's not open. Yeah, probably not open. Right now. It may not Never. be. This this is a, a 2018 article, so they did they, they didn't know what was coming. <laughs> they had no idea what was going to come, what what was coming there. Um, but there is uh, a really cool um, hotel out there called 
1880 Union Hotel. It was originally a Wells Fargo stagecoach stop in the 18, well, in 1880. Um, and it's just this uh, old rustic wooden hotel that's been in music videos and TV and film. And now it's been fully restored. It operates as a hotel and event venue. But what makes it really cool is that Kurt Russell got in there and opened up a wine saloon inside this old Western style hotel. And it does, I know, I, I see the face you're making, Adam. It's not a saloon when you think of like a, uh, you is know. It saloon or salon? Saloon. I mean, unless they've spelled it wrong. No, it would be a saloon. But, but yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a saloon. No, that, that, that. <laughs> It, it, it's just a place where you can come and have uh, his wines, um, the wines from Ampelo Cellars, and uh, his daughter's wine, Kate Hudson's wine, the, the Hudson Bellamy Rosé, made with her uh, boyfriend, Matt Bellamy. He's a musician, Ex- I guess. Ex-husband. I Whatever, that's 2018, they didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> um, but uh, the decor here kind of takes Victorian charm and like the rustic old west and kind of blends it together. It's a cool story. They got two chandeliers from uh, Terra and Gone with the Wind. So that's cool. Ooh, that is interesting. Hanging. It is. It is. Uh, now, when he was originally distributing this wine, you could only get it in California or Colorado because those are the two states that he has a residence in. And he knows the restaurants there that he likes to eat. And that's where he put his wine was where he likes to eat. So he could always go have some of his wine. Uh, But in 2018, he actually um, struck up a deal with uh, a nationwide distributor called Southern Glazers. And his wines are in Arizona, Texas, Nevada, Florida, and New York. In addition to California and Colorado. You. It wasn't in Florida before then? Uh, I mean, in the parks, yes, but I, I think... Okay, I just... Because I remember seeing it. Yeah, but but now it's, it's you know, not only in the parks in Florida. Um, one final note on, on the uh, the name of the winery, the Gogi. I think the Gogi isn't the winery. There's, there's no winery. Technically, the winery is Ampelo Cellars, but uh, his, his label, um, I thought when I was starting this research that it was just a play on, you know, Goldie Hawn's name and something like that. But that's actually his nickname when he was a kid. Oh, his sisters party. would call him Gogi. No, his sisters would call him Gogi when he was a kid. Why? I never could find that out, Adam. I looked and I never could find out why his sisters called him Gogi. I thought that was Goldie's I, I know. I think that too. was his nickname so, for her. That's not what I read. That's weird. Strange. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and someone else was wrong before me. <laughs> because I thought that didn't sound right, but I, I just I went with it. Um. Now he did say that uh, originally, back when he was filming Tombstone, um, Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday has a line that goes in vino veritas. And Kurt says, what the hell does that even mean? And Val's like, in wine, truth. 
And Kurt said, uh, you know, if I ever have a wine, I'm going to call it Veritas because nobody will think of that. Well, interview in 2018, uh, he says, turns out they're like yeah. 9,000 wines called Veritas. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's a that's very, very, very common. <laughs> yeah, very so common. that's why he went, uh, went with um, Yogi. Okay, yeah, here. Uh, Russell elected to use the much less recognizable childhood nickname Gogi over his celebrity name because of his genuine interest to produce a memorable wine in lieu of having a wine with his name on it. But everybody but, knew it was his winery. I I know, but... Yeah, I mean, if you don't know... I didn't. It, Disney lore, you don't know and, that that's his winery. Well, I, I think you know, like, even in, like, winery circles, you know that's his wine. Right, I, I didn't. Well, you, yeah, but I'm not in winery circles. I'm like in like winery rhombuses. I just want to get a hold of. I just they were very acute. Those rhombuses. They don't oil seal them. They wax seal their bottle. Yep. Which um, I did see a reviewer say you should open them with gloves on because that wax will cut your finger. And it's like that's yep. part of the experience. That's what Kurt went through. And then you can take them wax shards and stab an old man in the neck with. Well, that's them. like the wax on a yep. maker's mark bottle. And no one will know what happened. Like, he was assaulted with a candle. Yeah. <laughs> In the conservatory. He just the wound right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and that's... Uh, I Listen, I didn't really go deep into, you know, Kurt Russell's uh, acting career because it's Kurt fucking Russell. Yeah, I mean, he's been a Disney contractor since the, his kid days, since he was a kid. Is he... Yeah. With I Bess mean... Parker. Like, he was signed on as a... Yeah, I think he's like... Disney's like, hey, and he didn't have to get stabbed he, in the neck. He, right. Nope, he didn't. Then he, he had the, tore your heart he out. He had the easy road. And the fox and the hound. Oh, fuck. Mm. Fuck that movie, that too. Movie. Hard. Um, it, He is a Disney legend, is he yes. not? Yes. Okay. Yes. Every, yeah, everybody that's on the Burton. Disney family wine list is a Disney legend. Okay, that's what I mm -hmm. thought so. He's ego. No, but he, he was in a Disney movie like when he was a really like young kid. Young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he what, he was in Twenty Thousand Leagues, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, I think so. He's hashtag Nautilus Twenty Twenty One. There you go. Well, if you if you want to get into some um, Disney folklore and legend, <laughs> allegedly one of the last things that Walt did was write the name. Kurt Russell on a piece of paper before he died. Yes. I find that we've, we've, we've discussed Rosebud. that before. Hysterical. You find everything is there. Oh, Walt died. Ah! Why is that funny? <laughs> like, funny? What is that? Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I want to hear why somebody's deathbed note is funny. <laughs> because of all of the things in the world, he could have been like, honey, I love you. I love our daughters. I love. What, you know, like whatever. He could have said a million different things. He could have written, like, you know, my greatest piece of advice. No, he fucking wrote Kurt Russell down on a piece of paper. Are you kidding well, me? Well, right after that, Come Kurt on, was Walt. signed to Do a 10 year better. contract to Disney. Do so. better, Walt. <laughs> wow. So, Terrible. My, the key is don't get hurt around Maria <laughs> and don't die around don't, Maria. Don't show Maria your final you. words. 
No, yeah, yeah, it's just not gonna go well for you because she'll just point and laugh. No she help, is, just point and laugh. She's angry when she gets yeah. uh, frozen wine drunk. I'm not, yeah, serious. Not drunk. Last no, week I was, I was, I had a. I, mean, full, I wouldn't even say you're angry. You're I had just a full bottle of wine last week. I was a little tipsy. completely apathetic. I, I, mean, I was yeah. sick and I missed it. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it was messy. Well, unlike some of the other wineries, this winery actually does ship to Pennsylvania. Don't get too excited because we haven't discussed pricing oh, on things fuck. yet. Seriously. <laughs> this is probably one of the most expensive ones on the list. Oh, man. It, it's more a boutique winery, and, and it's not very mass-produced. And we're talking about Silverado wineries. Now, Silverado was founded by Ron Miller, Diane Miller, and Lillian Disney, which is, of course, Diane Miller's mother. So, Ron Miller was born on April 13th, 1933. Diane was born on April, Dece- I'm sorry, December 18th, 1933. When Ron was 21 and a member of the football team at the University of Southern California, he was introduced to Diane Disney on a blind date. Aww. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. They were married in Santa Barbara on May 9th, 1954. Ron also served in the Army and played professional football for the Los Angeles Rams before his father-in-law recruited him to work at Walt Disney Studios. He was like, yo, dude, you kind of suck at this, <laughs> so... Well, the, actually, the story <laughs> no, goes is that... He, he was actually pretty he good. Really, well, no, it wasn't that. It's that he really didn't want him to get hurt. Yeah. And, and like, leave Diane with nothing. Exactly. So between the Army and football, we all know football, you get hurt, your career's over. So he brought him in. And he started, he had a whole bunch of jobs over at the Walt Disney Company. He motion picture and television production roles. And then he, from president and CEO from 1978 through 1974. Right? <laughs> He's a time traveler. <laughs> what happened to my notes? <laughs> what went on with, all right. So he was president and CEO. Fuck before this you shit. got hired? Well, he didn't get fired. He, fired he retired. I don't know. He was president later. in 1978. I don't know what happened to my notes. I was oh copying and pasting. I got a little overzealous, <laughs> and I was still editing as everybody was talking too. Because oh, I love it. it had, he's, I, he's part of the multiverse, Adam. I've been drinking. <sighs> okay. So again, so he was president and CEO at one time. <laughs> Sometime um, in the 70s, or no, 80s. I want to say it was 70s to 80 something, but I don't. I think the notes got. Yeah, obviously my notes got wacky. So, um, as we know about Diane, she was the driving force behind the Walt Disney Concert Hall in Los Angeles and the Walt Disney Family Museum. So in 1981, Ron, Diane, and Nullian established Silverado Vineyards to make wines from the historic sites on their estate. They actually didn't start out making their own wine. They actually sold the fruit to neighboring wineries who are building global reputations for excellence. And in time, they actually decided to actually bring in-house and make their own wine. The winery actually takes its name from the historic vineyard which surrounds it. The vineyard borrowed its name from the abandoned mining town on top of the Napa Valley. So there was a silver mine up there. Who knew? Um, Every time I hear this vineyard's name, I think of Desperado. Yeah. Desperado. Silverado. Or a Chevy truck. 
<laughs> Some cool things about this this vineyard, and there's not really much. I mean, I can go into history about all the people who are related to this winery, but it, it just a lot of it we can cover in a different episode. It's really not about that. It's really about the winery. So they're actually embarking on around their fourth decade of producing estate-grown, produced, and bottled fine wines. Um, it's still a family company with the third and fourth generations of the Miller family family continuing to run the winery. So um, why aren't we hitting up Todd about this? Listen, wrong Millers. <laughs> <laughs> I've checked. <laughs> um, some other brief history on Silverado Vineyard. It was one of the first of four in Stag's Leap District to plant Cabernet grapes in 1960s. Um, they also owned five other vineyards across Napa Valley, Miller Ranch in Yountville, Mount George in Coombsville, Soda Creek Barrier Ranch, and both Friar Tree and Vineberg in Caneros. I am killing the pronunciations of all these, and I really, I'm drunk, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> It's combined of 600 acres, not 6,000, just 600. Oh, that's good. Not <laughs> yeah. 60,000? Not 60,000 either. No, 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 just, not, just 600. <laughs> 40% of the land is actually preserved. 360 acres are sustainably fond and certified Napa green. And the current winemaker is John Emmerich. And that's really, that's really the bulk of it without going into deep into diane and ron's history it's still relatively a new vineyard and winery but it's it's one of the only ones that bottles themselves they're not super mass produced they still ship their all their own wines and we have a decent price range here uh, mm-hmm. so you can get a bottle of miller ranch i think it was a chardonnay for, for 25 dollars Okay. All the way up to a 1986 Cabernet Sauvignon for $1,400. Well, 86. So, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but anything from the 80s that is bottled, I would assume, is going to go for yeah. a heavy. It, it's, it depends. Some wine doesn't age well. I mean, obviously, this does command a $1,400 price tag, but... Yeah, how do they, how do you do that? Because how does it not just turn to vinegar? It's something about the way they bottle it. It's fermented in the bottle. Okay. It's something with, some of them are fermented and not meant to ferment further in the bottle, where our age statement, I'm, I'm assuming it's similar to champagne, yeah. right. where age statement, some age statements champagne, actually continues the fermentation bottle process in the bottle and is just meant for vintage stuff their website i can literally spend hours on it is one of the most comprehensive wineries they have tasting packages where you can get a few bottles of wine a selection of cheeses sent to you hello yeah the virtual tasting is that what it was yes yeah um the uh, Epiphany Winery, or the Epiphany Vineyards, whatever it's called, um, they also had the 
the virtual tasting option, and then they send you a Zoom link, and you like schedule the class. That's cool. To yeah, so they, it's 150 because they send you three bottles, full size bottles, and then and they're all the same kind. So like they would send you three bottles of Syrah, or three bottles of Cab, from three different years, and then you taste the difference between all of them. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't mention that. Um, wasn't um, the thing? Sorry, go ahead. The thing that I like about theirs is that their two packs of wine come with cheeses to pair with it. That's nice. So, um, for example, they have two half, two pack half bottle wine and cheese for about a virtual tasting for 120 bucks, which is not bad considering what you get. So you get the a Miller Ranch Sauvignon Blanc and an estate-grown Cabernet Sauvignon. And then you get Juliana, Caproli goat cheese, and black truffle cheddar. I just want the black truffle cheddar. Mm. And there's decent size. It's seven and a half and eight ounces of cheese. And you have to... This also has the Zoom event where you actually get to talk to somebody over Zoom as well. They also have recipes using their wine and what to pair with their wine. It's just no, this no. I'm not cooking with a with with expensive wine. No. <laughs> well, you should never. You would never never cook with a wine you wouldn't drink. I understand that, but I'm also not cooking with wine that costs a second mortgage. Not well. You wouldn't use the fourteen hundred dollar bottle. You yeah, well, use the thankfully. no. That's we, something you drink. You, a regular bottle of of Silverado Cabernet is probably around fifty bucks. 50, not, no, I'm Correct. not cooking with that. I'm drinking it. No. But That's they have two mac and cheese that, recipes. You, no, I'm not cooking with a $50 bottle of wine. She's drinking two bottles then, yeah. Tim. Yeah. And I'm cooking Sil- with... Silverado's probably one of my favorite go-to Cabernet. I mean, we've bought a bunch of bottles. We bring it mm. usually. If we can't find Camus or Camus gets too pricey, we'll, we'll get, get Silverado and we'll bring it someplace for you know hey what about like, can you where where do you get it like where in, in jersey oh. the store in jersey and Booton. oh man but you can order it. order it they are for pennsylvania they have a really decent list of states where you can actually get it shipped okay. some, of the, from. some of the chairman selection stores in our state have it it's very rare mm-hmm. but like oh. next time i next time i go out to Booton, i'll see if i can get a couple bottles and i'll bring one next time i go to your house yeah good idea you do that what I like about Silverado Vineyards is they were one of the first ones to incorporate solar into the production. and, yes. and Well, it's only certain wines that are that. It's like the Soul, I think. Their Soul group. The Solo. Is I wish Solo I wanted to try so bad, but I haven't found it yet. I mean, again, I think we're gonna. what's going to happen is we'll probably get off this show tonight and probably order. maybe order a few bottles <laughs> so yeah this web like i said i can spend truly hours on this website it's like oh i'll try this and try this they are currently open for tastings outdoor tastings in california so they are actually still running you'd have to make a reservation and everything else and if something does change they're not hosting anything inside right now but they are currently open for outdoor tastings i would love to go to this one and there's a membership program as well that I'm afraid. Yeah, to all of, all of oh, them that, I've, yeah. that we've talked about tonight have membership programs. Yes. Yep. Yogi has it as yep. well. 
See, but unfortunately, like see, but the I've interesting been... thing about Fess Parker is that it's it's different. Like each of the four like mini companies have their own membership program, so it's not like you can join one and get stuff from all four of the vineyards. See, with this, you can yeah. kind of. And with the Skywalker, you can do the olive oil and the, the wine. Right. They also have olive oil. They do not have, um, I almost said bee vomit. I know. Wow. <laughs> what it is, is honey? But... <laughs> yes, honey. I think Skywalker was the only one that had honey. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense, but. I want to try some of their Wagyu. I don't know. See, I don't know if that's kind of what I like eaten, about. But I kind of want to try one. But that's what I kind of like about Silverado is that they're not crazy. Like they don't have all these other products. They're not trying to be something that they're not. They're just they do one thing and they do it very well. I don't like find a lot of tasting notes on them. I didn't look up their total wine score. Just because something's highly scored doesn't mean I'm going to like it. And I've learned that lesson the yeah. hard way a bunch well, of times. Subjective, just like bourbon or any kind of alcoholic mm-hmm. that's very subjective. You may think a, a bottle of wine tastes great, we may think it sucks. Right. A $2 but bottle I, of wine I know, probably might taste better than a $100 bottle of wine. I have learned that I do not like a lot of mass-produced wines. I usually get really bad headaches off of them. Mm-hmm. Because of all the sulfites mm-hmm. and all the other stuff that's put into them to make them stay fresh or longer. Mm-hmm. And... So, like, I, I would prefer to go and spend maybe 10 to 25 more dollars on something that I know that I like that won't kill me the next day. And that is going to last in the fridge if we want to. We don't want to drink it right away. We can let it sit for a little while. Yeah. You're right there, Mikey. I was trying to see what the uh, membership club for Gogi Wines is, and I, the details are sparse. Something about a minimum one case shipment of seven hundred and twenty dollars oh, for the Pinot. Uh, oh, but you also get um, uh, you plus one guest for the events they have that include transportation and and food and drink, and but you just gotta get there and and at the hotel. Will Kurt and Goldie be and, there? Uh, mm. pro- I, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would, I would say know. probably. But... Kurt and Goldie be there? I'm there because I love those two. It, um, it, this it looks might. like for the club for Silverado, starts at 170 and goes up to 950. Is that and you get about a year? It's three shipments per year. Okay, so quarterly. And right. depending, it's eight to nine bottles. Okay. Depending on which one you choose. And there's sometimes shipping involved. I mean, the mm-hmm. seller club is the most expensive one. You're looking at 950 every Every four months. Yeah. It's eight bottles and three shipments a year, February, May, and October. And it, the membership requires a three shipment commitment. So you have to do a year. Yeah. How much is that? Oh, Let's see. 
Shogi just needs well, it one shipment. Well, depends on which one you do. 720 the cheapest bucks. one they start out with is 275 to $360 per, per shipment, plus a $20 flat rate shipping and taxes where applicable. It's eight bottles. That's not bad. And, and this is their red. You can either do just <laughs> reds or reds and All whites. Right. The step up is their Cabernet and Cabernet blends. Okay. And that's 250 to 450 per shipment, but that's only four bottles. And then they have the big and bold. <laughs> <laughs> so this is handcrafted wines of limited availability. And this is 500 to 950, and it's eight bottles. That this is like the, the yeah. this is the higher higher hmm. end. And then they have you can always add an optional magnum to any of them, so just in case you need an actual an actual magnum of wine. There you effort. go. Well, Maria wouldn't have to get up and you know. Yeah, just put a straw mm. in it and go. There you go. I, I yep. think it'd be great. You'd need a bigger freezer. I sure would. Yeah. Or just get get Todd to put a dedicated freezer downstairs in your recording studio. Yeah, a wine freezer. Yeah. I think you mean cooler, do I? Maybe. <laughs> Dry ice. I, I know what I'm about, son. Mm-hmm. We need a cryo chamber just for That's Maria's right. uh, white wine. This episode was fun to me because I'm, I'm a huge wine. I don't want to say aficionado because I, I can't afford the really, really good shit, but I love wine and I love learning about wine and learning about new vineyards and new blends and new wines that I've ever had before and this was uh, this was right up my alley. Yeah. I do enjoy wine tasting events. I've only been to a couple of them, but I really do like we... it. I can't tell a lot of difference between a lot of them all the time. I just know they just keep pouring me a little bit in my cup and I just keep making circles and there's cheese. <laughs> See, the I the the nice thing about living in an area that is uh, very much a tourist location is that there are a lot of not only breweries in my area, but there's a lot of wineries in my area. So just within like 10 minutes of my house, I have one, two, three, four, five, five wineries that... I mean, and all of the wineries in our area do tastings, they do events, they do concerts, they do all kinds of stuff. Um, And within, outside of that immediate area, there's like 20. So Pennsylvania is a very, especially the the central PA area that I live in, is very like winery central. From us, from us to you is all... It's there's wineries, wineries. all along yeah. the route. Yeah. My only problem with the micro wineries, and I don't know if that's a proper term for them because they're not big by any stretch no, of the imagination. Not. And if you go to a different state, you're not going to find no, these wines there. Mm-hmm. Very... Is that they have a tendency to be very sweet? Um, some of them are. Mm. Some of them are more on the dry side. You just have to know where to look. Like the one that is based in Hershey is incredibly sweet, and I don't buy any of their wines because it's just too sweet for me. I'm not. I'm not a sweet wine drinker. Me um, but but for some people, like Todd, 
is very much a sweet wine drinker, and he does not like anything that is dry at all. I love dry wine. I love dry I wines. But I like I like spice. I don't like I don't like overly sweet drinks. So Correct. even like alcoholic yes. drinks, I do not like the tipsy duck in love that everybody raves about oh. scares the shit out of me because all I hear about is how it is sweet it is. It is one of Todd's favorite I drinks. Like yeah, it. it's one of Todd's favorites, and it's very good. But, but I don't. Me, I, I could, I could drink one, and but then I would. That would be it. Todd could drink it all day. See, so yeah. Now all I just think about is the headache that's going to come right. from it. Are we going to touch on briefly, like uh, real quick, on the ones that we did not mention? Sure. Well, I, I did mention Once Upon a Vine. That's not on the list. Yeah, go oh, ahead, okay. Tim. I'm sorry, never mind. I don't then. have the list in front of me. Well, the ones we didn't mention is the McMurray Ranch, which is Listen, from Disney Legend. I love Fred. Fred McMurray. Love him. Oh, not Bonnie. Absent Mighty Professor and Son of Flubber. That's where Ugh, you know him from. And so Shaggy good. Dog. So good. I didn't even know he had yes. a winery. I don't know if I've ever had it. I, I haven't had, had it, either. but he was, one, he was always one of my favorites. Growing up watching those old movies. The uh, Frank family vineyards, which is Rich Frank, who hold who held very multiple roles in the uh, Walt Disney Company, including chairman of Walt Disney Television and Telecommunications, and president of the Walt Disney Studios. So he's not just a well-known no. like actor or something. No. So well, and the, uh, uh, yeah, all the rest of these are not actors. They're like people who held executive positions, positions yeah. in, in the company. The Chapelet Winery is the sister of Frank G. Wells, which is the president of Walt Disney Company from 84 to 94. And last... So she's Disney adjacent. Disney adjacent, yes. <laughs> and the last, and probably one of the most well-known names in the Disney family history, aside from Disney itself, is the Lasseter Family Winery by John Lasseter. I've never had any of these wines, but I, I groove on the bottles because they're kind of designed like his shirts. Have you ever seen a Lasseter shirt? Yeah. And I'm dying to own a Lasseter shirt, but they're so fucking expensive. And he's no longer part of Disney anyway. No, but they're all, it's all like French derived wines. They don't, I don't know if they really actually own the winery themselves or just like license out the name, whatever, but the bottles look cool. Oh, they're out of California as well. Are they? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's oh, one that, yeah, I mean, that one of the other wines is awesome. which is like one of the, like a French popular saying. I just, I just want, I just want some of these bottles. Those bottles are really cool. In a shirt. In a shirt. Maybe just, I'm looking at the combo. wrong thing, because shirt, these bottles bottle are combo. awfully fancy looking. Yeah, but they're fun. The artwork, the artwork is very like 1930s French cafe. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. all right, then I'm looking at the right thing. Is there, is there a bricolage? No, I'm looking uh, at it, too. The, the, the one that's really funny is the Enjoy, which is the, the girl doing, like, the diving yes. pose. All right. And yeah, voila. I'm looking at the right thing, then. <laughs> that's yeah. so... That's And Zutalo really is kind of sideways. It's just kind of... Yeah. Fun. I thought it was something wrong with my phone. And they're not bad in price. I mean, so, most of them are within the 20 to $50 range. Yeah, it's not bad. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try to hunt one out next time we're in Disney. See if they have it. Just... It doesn't look like they're allowed to resell. Wow. 
There's a lot of rules to buy Lassiter wine. Really? There's a lot of rules to buy a damn shirt, think, too. It, 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 it's, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be in Disney Company the way he left Disney. Well, There's no, no way they're going to hold this. Lawsuit and yes. And, exactly. Back people on the ass is not good when they don't want it. You know, I well, have realized that I would know, also be fired because I smack people on the ass all the time as well. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be it a would good idea. Yeah, well, no, all not at my no, not at my teaching job. <laughs> I would definitely be fired. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Oh, you're wanting to wrap it up? Okay, well, Maria's made the mm -hmm. call. Uh, if you've had any of these wines, um, drop us a line over on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. Let us know what you thought of them. I haven't had any of these wines. Uh, oh, especially if you haven't but, had ones that we, if you have ones that we haven't had. Yeah. 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 Don't put Stephanie's name on it if you're sending it Arkansas way. I mean, we do have sheeters in California. Please. We do. That could go and get these for us and ship them to us. And I would pay you. Or bring them, or to, bring us. them, them for, to us. Or bring them to us. Also some honey. And honey. Yes. Yeah. I don't know where Marin <laughs> County is in California. I didn't look that up on the map, but I'm sure we have somebody close by. That could maybe get some I mean, they're, if they're in California, and they're pretty close. We can order the Silverado, which I might end up doing. Even just like, I would like to do kind of like a tasting, maybe even on the podcast. I would totally do that. Or like, we'll figure out our own tasting. Well, what we have to do is send Mikey a bottle. Yeah. And then we'd have to record with the three of us in Maria's studio. And then... I'll have to buy some cheese to send to you oh, guys. No. I don't think you want me to send cheese. No. That no. 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 No, we don't want cheese. Hey, no, no. Tim was kind of halfway no, there. No, no, because I was just going to tell Maria that Giant has Mad oh. Elf cheese. Buy one, get one this week. Oh, really? Oh, I'm going to get that. Okay, then. But You got to go get your own cheese. Shit's good. I mean, I was a member of the Cheese of the Every Three Months Club, I guess oh. you would call it. It's like a quarter. quarter. So, um... But they would chip it in dry ice, and it was this whole procedure. Mm -mm. No, no. Yeah, you don't want yep. me doing this. Mm -hmm. No, because I, I've seen you try to put together technology. Go. I don't want to watch you playing with dry ice. What happens if I sleep my cow? No, Mikey gets very angry when things don't go right. Frequently, <laughs> and it, it's usually because they went right literally the day before when I tested it, and then when yes. it's go time, it's like. <laughs> 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 and then Maria's laughing. Somebody because got stabbed. Mikey's dad. You saw that, right? Yeah. He even made a sad face, and Maria started laughing. Yep. At Mikey's face. I can't help it. She laughs at people I in pain. Yeah. I really. Dude, you must. You must have been. F oh, She's just a sociopath. Really fun to go watch Inside Out with. I hate that fucking movie. Maria, speaking of shooters with with uh, deep pockets, how has the uh, K canines for Valentine's post Valentine thing? Wait, wait, wait. Um, just to get this right, when is it so, ending? Well, by the time this episode time drops, this drops, it'll it be in. it'll be done. Okay. Um, but we ended up with twenty six days. 
of donations. Um, I had originally slotted for 14. <laughs> so... <laughs> it was supposed to be 14 days yeah, of Valentine's. Right, yeah, it was supposed to be 14 days. Right yeah, uh-huh. Is, is yeah, yeah, this is... Like, this is like, <laughs> well, because like halfway through, I I had like three other people be like, "Hey, can we donate still?" Yeah, absolutely. And then we Happy had some one particular person who donated so much that I had to split it into three separate days. So, um, yeah, I am just completely blown away. Well, we're gonna do uh, a live show. Um, I mean, by the time this episode drops, we'll probably have already done a live show with... No. Well, well, in the meantime... Well. Me- well. well. It'll be coming up shortly. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. It'll probably be coming up the weekend. Yeah, that's drops. true. Um, we'll be doing a live show with a, a quickie. <laughs> we know how quick our quickies are if they're not at all. Um, Especially if they're live. Yeah. To uh, announce the our grand total and kind of um, give a little bit of uh, advertisement credit to the the people who have Etsy shops and Facebook shops and places that you can order some of the donations that um, were so kindly given to us. So we want to make sure that we give them credit as well. Um, but it has been a whirlwind of a February. Um, lots of snow in our area. Mm. Lots of. Stop saying that fucking four letter word sorry. around me, fucking Maria. Uh, Stop cursing, Maria. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fucking snow. Um, started out the month with the Disney trip, ending it with uh, 18 inches of snow outside my window. <laughs> It's, oh, that's all you have? That's Well, I, yeah, yeah, no, no you no, guys no. have more than I do. Uh, yeah, our mailbox is encased in an igloo right now. Oh, my God, I can't yeah, even. It, no, it actually started melting today. Well, it's so. supposed to be 50 degrees that's tomorrow exciting. by me. Yeah, it's supposed to be 40, 40 something by us, so hopefully a lot of it will melt. Yeah, it's going to be, we're going to flood over here. <laughs> well, we're so. up in a mountain, so all the shit runs down and away. I was negative 12. This day last week and today it was seventy-eight degrees. What? Yeah, that's like my cousin what? in, in uh, Texas. He was sixteen yeah. last week and eighty-five today. Oh my god! And it's, I, we still have piles of snow where they had to clear everything, but yeah, today it was damn near eighty degrees. Glorious, so oh nice. Oh my god! With snow on the ground. Well, not snow, hey, Mikey. but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. No, no, yeah, it, it's... <laughs> no. This just means it's going to be sweltering in March. I, I, I would take it. We're going to probably skip this. Uh, your... like, yeah. Well, I'm, okay, Maria. Thanks mm-hmm. for talking. Uh, Tim. Good night. Nope. I got. I have to have a closing remark tonight, fucker. Oh, oh, okay. Shit. Nope. Wow. And this is just uh, oh, yeah, a recent thing that was crossing my mind. You know, we were always pimping, obviously, the main group. And we pimped the, the finish line group, but we never pimped the gaming group. We never talked about the gaming group. And we've been, uh, there's been a lot of action going on recently. I mean, we always have a group of people either playing Fortnite or Warzone. Or more recently, a couple of us have started flying. And we were playing Microsoft Flight Simulator. So if you guys want to come over and join or even watch, because uh, Todd, damn it, streams and 
Mikey streams. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, that's what we call him now. God damn it. When anything goes wrong, it's God damn it. Exactly. Yeah, he's always moving the goddamn microphone. He's moving my fucking microphone. Stop moving my microphone. And they're both streaming for donations to a worthy, another worthy cause, which is near and dear to a heart for Gamerosity. So come on and join that group. And it occurred to me when we were sharing pictures the other day that a lot of people don't know in the main group about the gaming group. And yes, that's true. She just come in all forms, whether we're alcoholics, fitness freaks, or gamer nerds. And I drink. I was just going to say, I'm all, I'm all you can be all three. <laughs> I'm all three. <laughs> Come join us over at Three Sheets Gaming. That's so fun. I'm, I'm only in the gaming group to see if Todd buys yep. anything. <laughs> but you allow it. Oh, yeah. Oh, from what He's we not. understand, all he has to do is get you drunk and you say yes. He, all he has to do is get me drunk and I don't remember <laughs> saying yes. <laughs> but you did, did say, say yes. yes. So that's what he... <laughs> An Oculus showed up at our house a couple weeks ago, and I was like, where the fuck did this come from? He's like, you were part of the conversation. <laughs> I don't remember. Which is the night that Adam and Maria were dropping gin all over her kitchen yes. floor. <laughs> and Adam <laughs> also bought an Oculus. <laughs> but I but remember I, buying my... He bought his earlier in the night when he was still sober. Yes. I, I don't remember the conversation. <laughs> Yes. Adam. Closing things. Closing things. April is under 60 days away at this point. So hopefully you have your park reservations all set up for those who are going. Mikey should have the t-shirts out by the end of this month ready to go and run. So yep, we are going to have some sheet of wear to wear for this event. So rock it, wear it, buy it. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody really soon. I, it's been a really long fucking time, and I'm missing a lot of y'all. So it's funny when you were talking about see you. Rocket Rip. All I could think, all I could hear in my head, is was fucking. Uh, uh, Don't say Daft Punk. They broke up. <laughs> no, no, no. You heard me. Squirt from Finding Nemo when they're getting off out of the EAC. Oh. <laughs> you gotta rocket, rip it, and punch it. <laughs> it's like he's talking talk to me. Punk has Disney connections. Don't laugh at uh, me, well, We talked about it a couple weeks ago. So yeah. I okay. know. <laughs> take, us, take us home, Mikey. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it, we got a voicemail came through. Oh, so uh, figured. Uh, it, yeah. So in lieu of me leaving a comment, I thought we would. I would just sign off uh, and let someone else play us out. That's all. That's all I got, folks. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. night. And thank you. Hey, Gray Sheets. You know what's really good? Yeah, eating half a bagel and then slamming 30 drinks in Epcot and going to get Chinese food, chicken fried rice, slap. Just saying. All right, get yourself some chicken fried rice and some apple juice and maybe head on over to America and take a nap. So, happy Sunday. Enjoy your drink. Love you guys. Bye.